Welcome to Updates from the Middle of Nowhere. I'm Liren. It looks like I'm going to get notifications during this podcast. Sorry about that. It doesn't really seem worth re-recording it since it's getting late, so I'm just going to leave it there. I hope you don't mind. It is Friday, and I decided I was going to make today Grab Bag Friday, which it's kind of dangerous for me to put the word grab in there. No, <laughs> I'm so immature sometimes. Anyway... But I had my granddaughter all day. So we picked her up last night and we will have her for a few days. Her sister has gone to her dad's all next week. So we will get my granddaughter a fair bit of that time, I think. We don't usually get her the whole time, but we'll get her for a lot of it. So that's always nice. I was laying on the bed today while she was coloring and I made a little recording to share because I absolutely love it when Spencer does that over on Keep Off the Borderlands. His little daughter is so adorable. He just did that again in a recent episode and it just melts my heart every time. (laughs) So I thought I would reciprocate and share my little sweetie pea, although she's a little older than Spencer's. She's six. So we have a ritual in our family. When we lose a pet, we have a little funeral and Whoever is at the little funeral can draw a little picture to bury with the animal because we do this thing. I don't know. You know, (laughs) we just kind of do what feels right. So we take a sage stick and it's for Native American smudging. I don't know if you know what that is, but in a Native American ritual, like if you go to a sweat lodge or something, smudging is about purification It's also about carrying messages. I mean, smoke of any kind in that setting is about carrying messages to the gods or to, you know, to skyward. So we sort of, you know, we're appropriators big time. (laughs) And I really am such a generic pagan. I'm like, if something feels right, I'll just do it. You know, I don't care what tradition it's from. So we will often smudge the grave and then put the animal in it and then smudge around the space and we will also uh kind of smudge each other and while the smoke is going up from around each person's body they talk about what they want to say about whatever pet we've lost and sometimes people don't say anything and sometimes they do so she could not be here for that funeral though she was there for boo boo the first animal we ever lost that you know, she really remembers, but she couldn't be here the day that we buried Gunsmoke. So I told her she didn't even know he was gone. I thought I'm not going to tell her until she comes over. She takes that kind of stuff pretty hard. I mean, she's never had a pet. Her mother thinks pets are dirty. So uh, the only pet she's really had, she's had vicariously through us. And so she, she really does take it kind of hard. She still, as a matter of fact, she will every once in a while grab my phone and record a little song about Boo Boo and saying, I wish you could come back and stuff. It is adorable and heartbreaking at the same time. But, um, so I told her today that he was gone. She didn't notice last night. We picked her up right before bedtime. So I didn't want to tell her right before she was going to bed. So today, um, she was, she, when she stays at our house, I took today off work to babysit her and she comes in and crawls in bed with us and snuggles. And oh my gosh, that is just my favorite time of the day. I have to tell you because she's just so sweet and she'll like stroke my cheek and she'll be like, Oh, snuggle time is my favorite. And oh my goodness, 
You want to talk about some manna for the soul. It's right there. Anyway, <laughs> so she came in and she said something about the cats because our great big orange cat was laying right next to me and he was purring away. So I I decided I was going to make a recording uh, after she said something about petting all three cats. And I said, well, have you noticed anything? And she kind of looked around and she said, where's Gunsmoke? And I said, well... Gunsmoke isn't here anymore, honey. So we talked about what happened and she got sad and cried for a minute. And then uh, she said, did you have a funeral? And I said, we had to have the funeral when you couldn't be there. But if you want to draw a picture, you and your uncle can go out there and you can bury it under a little bit of dirt at his grave and he'll have that message. And so she did. She got out a piece of paper and it was the cutest thing because she traced her hand and made a chicken out of it. I don't know if you've ever seen kids do that at Thanksgiving for turkeys, but it was adorable. And she asked me if I wanted to put some flowers on it. And of course I said yes, because who doesn't like to color and draw with their grandchild, right? So anyway, I decided she was so adorable sitting there drawing her flowers so studiously and talking about what color she was going to make them that I was going to make a recording. So the cat was laying next to me purring like a freight train. So I recorded a little bit of that first. You know, he's 12 years old and I really thought he'd be the next one we lost. So I don't know how much, you know, you never know when they start getting that old. He has a lot of arthritis. So anyway, um, I recorded him and then I talked to her a little bit about her drawing. So I thought I would share that. Why don't you tell me what you're drawing? Hmm? Tell me what you're drawing. I'm drawing like a chicken and flowers and mommy's going to draw flowers. I am going to draw flowers. Why are you doing that? Because Gunsmoke's dead. That's right. What are we going to do with that picture when you finish it? Uh, put it right next to Gunsmoke. Yeah, we're going to go put it out with his grave, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. I hope you enjoyed that. She is just, I don't know. <laughs> you know, having two sons and then receiving the gift of getting a granddaughter. Oh, my goodness. It has been a lot of fun. So... The other thing I wanted to talk about was I am loving these RPG a day podcasts. You guys are awesome. You know, Spencer is making one over at Keep Off the Borderlands. Uh, TJ started a new podcast called Ooh. I can't remember the exact name, but it's OOO, which you know I think is adorable. And um, Joe Richter is even doing a podcast over on Hindsightless about this. And I am loving it. You know, I've said it before and I'll say it again, living in the middle of nowhere, when I listen to a podcast and someone is sharing about their life and I don't, you know, it's kind of like, um, Shandy Andy just started podcasting unguarded treasure B 52, I think it's called. And it's, I love hearing the story of how people got into gaming, what they enjoy about gaming. I like to know what games people are playing. Uh, you know, it's always happy to, I'm always happy to hear someone talk about something that they gain so much pleasure from. But I love hearing stuff like backstories and, and hearing people talk about something they really care about. So I'm so happy you guys are doing that and I'm loving it. 
I'm such a newbie to gaming. And I say that because other than when I went to the con, well, I pl- I guess I, I went to Dragon Con and I went to DexCon the same year, like 11 or 12 years ago. And then I just went to DexCon. And so it's, I'm not, you know, I have a little bit of experience with role-playing games, but I have still never played Dungeons and Dragons itself. One of these days I'll fix that. Um, so I don't know how much I'm going to do with RPG a day, just because I don't know how much experience I have with it to talk about. But I can tell you that uh, the prompt first made me think about the first time that my husband talked about the role-playing games that he was playing. And the first time he went to a con when he ran one, he was so excited and nervous about that. And he talked about it a lot. And I really enjoyed that. I love seeing him happy and excited and animated about something. And, and you know, that little bit of nervousness, I'm more than happy to soothe as best I can because I knew he would be really good at it. You know, when you're passionate about something and you really enjoy something, how can you go wrong sharing that with somebody else? I don't know how you could go wrong. <laughs> I also know that, as I mentioned before, watching the GMs at DuxCon when I just went, I was like, wow, I don't know that I could ever do that. So, you know, I got the nervousness too. The second word, unique. I think I love the fact that my husband plays games that are unique. He likes to try new weird games. He doesn't always love them, but one of the great things is that he can always take something away from them. So he has a lot of role-playing games. I mean, you could capitalize all three letters in the word lot in this case, but I have to say that he doesn't buy a role-playing game and then not look at it. He actually it surprises me so much sometimes when we talk about them and he has such an encyclopedic knowledge of them and and it isn't like just a shallow oh yeah I have this one or I have that one or I know what that cover looks like I mean he actually can give me synopses of of the mechanics of them uh, he can tell me which ones have which settings I so I just find that fascinating that he has such an encyclopedic uh knowledge of them so and I think you know, some of the games that he has played are just really unique. So that's what I thought of when I heard that word. So I don't know how much I'm going to try to keep up just because I feel like I'm such a newbie, but we'll see if I feel inspired, I'll throw it in there. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope that everyone is having a great day and is looking forward to a fun weekend. I think we are going to take my granddaughter swimming tomorrow. So that will be my first foray into exercise. We'll see how that goes. All right. I'll talk to you guys again soon.